Fantasy Focus. Today's show is presented by Geico. Insurance can be hard. That's why Geico makes it easy with 24-7 claim service and on-the-go policy info in the app. It is easy to Geico. My name is Daniel Dopp, joined by Field Yates and Mike Clay here yeah. to be able to give you a very fun Week 16 recap. We're in the fantasy playoffs. We just came out of the holidays, guys. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen your faces in a couple of days. Field, it's great to see you, man. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing great. It's funny. I was thinking about this. On the drive in, the there's drive-in, so much I want to get off my of chest course. because we haven't had a show for four days. <laughs> I feel like I'm like a dog that's been inside of a kennel for the past four days. I have a Seriously. lot of thoughts here, so uh, we'll see how many we can fit in to this show. Uh, but it's great to see you guys. Hope everybody out there listening mm. and watching had an awesome holiday. I am in on three Christmas Day games. I felt like the NFL might have missed an opportunity with three Saturday games because mm. up until 4 p.m. on Saturday, I had very little going on. It's hard when it's this time of the year. It's not a whole lot of things to do outside when you live in Connecticut. Mm-hmm. And when your kids are really young, you got to sort of work and acquiesce to their nap schedules, Mike. So I wanted more football on Saturday, but what a weekend it was. Yeah, it was a great weekend. I'm, I'm kind of with you. I would take one of the Christmas games and move it to Saturday. Well, that mm, works fine, little, too. A little less, little less right. on Sunday. Just more, more time with the kids, more more play time. I disagree with both of you. I, well, not both of you with Mike. I wanted just an extra game on Saturday. I was walking yeah. around the house Saturday morning with mm-hmm. nothing to do. Rosie was like, can you help us clean? And I was like, no, I'm waiting for football at 430. She's like, what about cooking? Yeah, but it's like, no, like, football starts. Well, at after I, I, your I was, uh, tush push thing over the weekend, I thought you were, I was yeah. walking around the house with nothing. And I was like, where is he going with this? Uh, um, yeah, um, but uh, that's it for a while, right? There's gonna be no next week. It's I believe Wednesday and Thursdays, Christmas Eve and Christmas. So like we're done with uh, next year, you mean or next year? I mean, uh, is next year a leap year? Is 2024 a leap year? I think so. That maybe. sounds about right. I because so. obviously the, the holiday the day advances one day every year except for no a leap Christmas year. So for a while, yeah. next year will be a Tuesday Christmas unless it's a leap year, which would be a Wednesday Christmas. Mm-hmm. Great conversation to start the show, Daniel. Wow, yeah. we are just off and running. Very exciting. You're getting ready for late next year already. Christmas yeah. 2024. <laughs> <laughs> We're right in the thick of it, guys. It's fantasy playoffs week 16. We're Welcome looking at week finals. 17 as the yeah. finals potentially this next week, assuming you don't play into week 18. Or if you do you probably have a two-week final exactly yeah mm-hmm. got yeah, a lot like our be veterans leagues for. which uh, yep. i'm in the final for that one so it's gonna be fun but we're gonna we have some inter show matchups in some championships we this do week, so do we ever will be discussions we do. yeah we do about this Nervous. actually i want to say this really Confidence. quickly and this is not about our show but a league that I, this is just i want to give some excitement and say this is what fantasy football is to me okay give me give me 90 seconds to do this the clock is not running. Go ahead. Uh, Fields, you and I are in a league. We talk about it a bunch. The Michigan Men League, right? Yeah, we A bunch are. of my friends from Michigan, a bunch of your guys from Holmes Brewery that we're yep. in a league together, and we have a bunch of fun, big group chat. I want to say this. My buddy, Kurt, one of my yeah. best friends, yeah. was three and seven. Three and seven yeah. earlier this year. Wow. Mm. This hurts. At the point where it was like, boy, you know what? I'm not going to make the playoffs. But he said to me, Daniel, I'm not going to quit. Yeah. I'm going to keep listening to the show. I'm going to keep working the waiver wire. Yeah. Fights his way back to seven and seven. Wins out four games. And makes the playoffs over me by 0.5 fantasy points. Yeah. Barely Amazing. gets into the playoffs. Then wins in week one. Yep. And then beats Field in week two. Mm. A three and seven team is now playing for the finals of our fantasy football championship. This is why you don't yeah. quit when you feel like you mm-hmm. are down and out. There yeah. is always reason to play for stuff. 
just a shout out to my buddy Kurt Vandermaus, Vandermaus, and just the idea that like this is all fantasy football everywhere for every league. Use this next year when you feel like, dang it, I'm out. I don't yeah. have a chance. It's like, no, you've got a chance, man. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, it's the best. Keep battling. Yep. By the way, think everything is coming up. Kurt these days. I mean, the Lions <laughs> are rolling their division <laughs> champs for the first time yeah. in 30 years, the first time ever in the NFC North, and. You know, I, I think it's rather unbecoming when you lose in the playoffs and it's like, well, you know, I just, you know, his team is not as good as mine. It just wasn't a bad day at the office. I had no, injuries. I mean, yeah, yeah, you, know, you know what? <laughs> Kurt beat me fair and square. My yeah, team's stunk and Kurt's team was good. Um, and I wish him the best of luck this weekend against Tommy. That's Tommy right. and Kurt. So we've got one home side, one other Michigan men's side. Yep. The battle for the best fantasy football league at least amongst people exclusively from Michigan with one guy from Massachusetts that I have ever heard of. <laughs> at least. At least. So so that's one. That's so we'll one. keep... It's kind of like we'll when you watch more. an award show, like yeah. the Oscars, and they're yeah. like, all right, what, they show like clips of the fin- the finalists for film, uh, whatever, film of the year, and they just scatter them throughout. Yeah. We're going to do it with that's all these leagues we're do. that we we'll have, it, yeah. all, the, all the championship leagues. A lot it of is going to be a show. spicy week. Um, here is as far as I will go in terms of telling you guys what is to come. Other than during the show itself this week, Mike, Daniel, and I are not speaking a single word to each other. <laughs> yeah, we're keeping it professional now. Yes. But we didn't talk until three, yeah. two, one. Hey, guys. Hey, hey what's going on? Let's pretend like we like each other. For That's right. right. We'll get into that a little bit later on in the show. But let's dive into week 16 and everything right. that happened there, guys. Holy cow. Amari Cooper, massive surge, 51.2 fantasy points, in case you were wondering. That's over the last five weeks then? No, it was not. But they're on there like their fourth-string quarterback. There's no way that was in one game. Weeks 1 through 14, Amari Cooper, wide receiver 32. Two playoff weeks, weeks 15 and 16. He's not just wide receiver one. He is player one in Mm -hmm. the playoff so far field. 51.2 fantasy points. Congratulations if you had him. You are very likely moving on to the next round. Uh, You absolutely are, right? I mean, I I had a few friends who reached out to me about start-sit questions during the week, and there were a couple that I got wrong out of those few, and there was, I mean... Listen, that happens all the time. I'm not. I, I'm not trying to say that, like there were a couple like that as some sort of something new. Like it happens often. But I'm just saying like whenever you ask someone asks you a question that's a friend that you are close with, you, I always find myself doubling back and checking like did I get it right? Did I get it wrong? And yep. someone asked me one, and I came back to them, and I was like, I can't remember exactly what the start sit question was, but I picked the wrong side of the start sit question, mm. and he responded back, it didn't matter. I played a Mark Cooper. It doesn't matter. It's like, what about, yeah. no matter yeah. what, what I could have done, That's I, right. it would have been wrong. Right? You, don't, so, you don't want them to lose because of that. Right? Yes. Right. So uh, Amari Cooper went off. It was a remarkable performance. Unreal. I mean, it was unbelievable given the circumstances that Mike referenced already. A fourth string quarterback. And with Amari Cooper now, he has a 200 plus yard receiving game with three different franchises. The Unreal. second player ever to do that. T.O. being the other one. So with mm-hmm. the Raiders, with the Cowboys, with the Browns, this is kind of emblematic of the career that Amari Cooper has carved out for himself, right? He might disappear for stretches at a time, and then he'll go absolutely bananas in other games. Certainly helps if you made it to the playoffs with Amari Cooper. That's a pretty feasible thing, right? He hasn't been amazing this year, but he has not been terrible either this year. You are most likely playing for a championship this Sunday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. He's been terrific the last couple of weeks. 20 more fantasy points than any other wide receiver, which is That's incredible. Right. Over the past two weeks now? Over yep. the past two wow. weeks. And, you know, the question now becomes, can he do it a third time? Because this week they play the, the New Jets. York Jets. Yep. And here's the thing. You're going to start him. Uh, they've allowed, they're pretty much, you know, best in every category against receivers, only four touchdowns. However, especially lately, we've seen some big games from star players, 20 plus fantasy points from AJ Brown, CD lamb, both Miami wide receivers and, uh, two 
Buffalo wide receivers as well. Shakir and Diggs got there. So <laughs> Cooper's a star receiver as well. So maybe there's some hope he can get to 20 in this game. Good connection with uh, Joe Flacco. So we'll see on uh, Thursday night. Great Thursday night. Great connection. Yes. Great connection. Uh, and also, I, I talked about this with Mike, and it's the context will be revealed a little bit later, but the Browns have really struggled to run the football. Of mm-hmm. I mean, really, really massively struggling to find the end zone on the ground. So it could be a heavy volume day for Joe Flacco, which could mean, of course, to 10, tar- 10 or so targets for Amari Cooper. Another wide receiver that smashed this week. George I mean, what Pickens. the heck? He did his best 2022 no Christian comment. Watson impression. Four catches, 195 yards, two touchdowns, 35.5 fantasy points. I was so excited because I played against Deontay Johnson and Jalen Warren in one of my fantasy matchups. Sure. So I was glad it all went towards George Pickens. Oh, that's right. I mean, this is this is truly remarkable because we spent the entire week, I mean, we, the collective sports media public, mm-hmm. talking about George Pickens and the play mm-hmm. in which he admitted he did not block because he did not want to potentially get hurt. I think he referenced the Tank Dell play where Dell was blocking on a quarterback sneak his leg gets broken he's out for the entire season it became the only thing that the shows that debate topics like that talked about for the entire week. every day got more mm-hmm. legs let's bring in a new voice on this for george pickens to then the day after the work week concludes go off for 35.4 fantasy points was one of the funniest things that i can mm-hmm. recall in fantasy football in quite some time i just said how this is kind of emblematic of who amari cooper is the potential for spike games miraged a bunch of amongst a bunch of other solid games with george pickens it's the potential for spike games that are just hidden amongst a bunch of dog games. I mean, he's been terrible for much of this year, Mike. Yeah, he is. That was a career high, of course, 195 yards in that game. But here's the red flag. Six targets. Six targets. In, four in six targets in the game. Seven or fewer targets in nine straight games, averaging 5.4 per game. Uh, uh, 5.4 targets per game. Also, 7.8 fantasy points per game during that stretch prior to this one. So... He got, you know, there was that early play right down the middle, broke loose, long touchdown, scored again. It was great. He has that ceiling, but this is him for the rest of the season. Yeah. Like, I'm not, I, I don't see him now, as you can see, our ranking as a guy that's a lineup lock just because he went off like this. So he's still a flex option. Um, I actually had a league where I faced him and I had Deontay Johnson, so I was not feeling good and I survived. Thanks to Brock Ooh. Purdy. He was facing Brock Purdy. Oh, that kind of wow. saved, yeah. saved me Monday night. So uh, I, got, I got away with it, but I feel like, if you face George Pickens, you should survive because it's not fair. Like he, he's just like, come on. Like he's been like it's been three months of nothing. Totally. And then yeah. he goes off for this. It was un- unbelievable. Uh, so Brock Purdy, by the way, will be the thing that we discuss every day this week until the games begin again this weekend, right? Mm-hmm. Because uh, whether he lost the MVP this past Monday Ooh, night, I think yeah. that's probably we'll certainly safe be a to say, spicy yeah. take. Yes. George Pickens started in 17.5% of fantasy leagues this oh, week. So if you no were way. one of those 17.5%. No way. That hurts to have him on your bench. Well, yeah. is that because like if yeah. you drafted him, you did not make the playoffs? Make the playoffs. So you yeah, did not possible. advance the consolation. Right. You've been but, starting him for three months and getting five points a game. Five, yeah. six points great. a game. Yeah. Didn't feel great. You know, a wide receiver <laughs> that I was excited about starting, even though it hurt me in this no, one. No, you was, were not. Yeah. Well, I mean, Justin Jefferson. I am on that group thread, Daniel. Yeah, I did the not Michigan want to. Michigan men group thread, which is spirited during Lions games. There. Was I mean, you guys were apoplectic over what was taking place. The only time when it's more spirited is when we talk afterwards as to whether or not Jared Goff is worth being yes. a quarterback for the Detroit Lions long term. But let's talk he about is. Justin Jefferson. Six catches, 141 yards, and a touchdown, 26.1 fantasy points. A couple takeaways from this, though, guys. Jordan Addison got hurt. We'll talk about that in this one. So he left early as well as TJ Hawkinson. And now it also sounds like field... 
They might move on from Nick Mullins, and we may have Jaron Hall under center. So looking at Justin Jefferson, great game from him in week 16. Hopefully he helped you advance. But I have some question marks now moving forward into week 17. I wonder what you think about Justin Jefferson's situation. Okay, so you have some question marks. How far down your ranking does he fall as a result of those questions? He's marks? still top 15 for me. Top 12, probably. Top actually. 12. Top five. I was going to say top yeah. five. Right? It's, yeah. just, it's Justin Jefferson. Like mm-hmm. what Sunday was, was a reminder that Justin Jefferson still is very much in that middle of the best wide receiver on the planet conversation. Those six catches on 10 targets, you like that volume, by the way, might have all been sports center top 10 play candidates, especially at the end of the game. He's making catches that like Nick Mullins was trying to end the game on. Nick mm-hmm. was like, I got this, guys. I will send us home early <laughs> and let the Lions win the division. Justin Jefferson is like prying the ball from midair. He was unbelievable he was. this weekend. A great reason why he will also be in the conversation for the number one player in fantasy going into next season if Kirk Cousins is back. So do I understand where you're coming from in terms of the quarterback change and what that might mean in terms of uh, Justin Jefferson's fantasy outlook? Yes. I also don't know that like if you told me a month ago, would I rather have Jaron Hall or Nick Mullins under center? <laughs> I don't know that I would have had a strong answer. Mm-hmm. Nick is more experienced. I'm not sure he's more talented than Jaron Hall. So I would say I feel pretty similar with okay. Jaron Hall that I do Things with Nick don't really Mullins. change a whole yeah, lot. Yeah, so we agree really. Nick Mullins did not play well, right? Yes. Yeah, How many passing yards cool. did he have? Uh, 405. Yes, four, yes. <laughs> over 400 and passing yards in this offense. right? Yeah, so uh, again, yeah, we'll get into this in a little matchup. bit. Yeah. yeah, but TJ Hawkinson out. That's a 20, 25% target share. Yep. That can mean 33, 35% going to Justin Jefferson in this game against Green Bay. So uh, yeah, no doubt about it. It's still an elite fantasy option. How good are the Packers against the run? Because that was the, like they, I think, Minnesota only had 17 rushing yards on the game, 411 passing yards, yeah. but they rushed for 70 yards. So it was just throwing yeah, the football. Yeah. They're neutral against receivers, so uh, not okay. too worried about it. I mean, Jair Alexander had been hurt quite a bit. They've had a lot what of happened changes to him? that corner. What? Jair Alexander. Yeah. What I mean, the heck is that? That is there? the nature of the cornerback position, mm. for sure. I mean, how many guys have just been really good and healthy for like a decade? Like, there's like no one. No, like you, I, the guys spiking up and down, and it's just it's all over the place. But you did just you see what reporter. happened with him with the coin toss this past weekend? The coin, like, what? the Jair Alexander thing is like a whole like we could do a whole podcast with Rob Domofsky just about like what's happened to that guy. I He's did not like, see that. So I'll make this extremely quick. The Packers don't do season long captains. They pick out game captains. Mm-hmm. Those guys go to the coin toss. Jair Alexander just joined the three players that have been picked as the captains for the game. Takes the coin toss. They win the toss, and the ref says, what do you want? The options are, do you want the football, or do you want to choose in the second half? He said, we want to kick. And the ref oh no, the ref was like, well, do you mean that you want the football in the second half? And he was like, yes. The ref is not responsible for yeah, saying, yeah, he hey, just- like, so what could have happened is that the Panthers could have received the ball in the first half, and then they would have had the choice in the second half and received it again. Anyways, that's like 1% of the crazy stuff that's going on with Jair Alexander so far this season. It just sounds like a really bizarre month for him. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't, don't know. know. Go, read I don't know. Like, go Again, on Packers Twitter. Go ask yeah, one of those yeah, yeah. guys. They'll tell you more about it. It just feels like it's been a weird season. I'm, I mostly focus on the uh, 
like the cornerback matchups yeah. aspect of it. So I don't know about he's been stuff, okay in that regard. Yeah, I mean, he's, played, he's, he's been a, an NFL cornerback. There you there go. He's he's go. good for a while, open. and then he disappears, yeah. and then he's good. Yeah. So that's go. the nature of the position. But two years ago, he was an all-pro, right? It was like, yeah. stay away yeah. from Jair Alexander. Yeah. So I and digress. But yeah. a weird week for him, uh, and a great week for wide receivers, Daniel. Dude, wide receivers just crushed it this week. Mashed. There were mm-hmm. 10 different wide receivers with 25 or more fantasy points in week 16. There couldn't have been a better week for these wide receivers to go off. I just want to list them real quick. Okay, Mari Cooper, George Star. Pickens. Yeah. We mentioned both of those. Puka Nakua. Puka. Yeah. Amon Ross St. Brown, DJ Chark, best ball champion right there. One of these things is not like the other. That is DJ Chark. Mike Evans, Justin Jefferson, Calvin Ridley, CeeDee Lamb, and T. Higgins. We had a lot of T. Higgins conversation coming into this. What's he going to look like without Jamar Chase there? Turns out he looked pretty good. Mm-hmm. I had it's funny. I had one team this year that was just an absolute like write them off, terrible from yeah, the start. Too. Six point passing touchdown league in non PPR. This it might have been the best week in that league's history. This past week, I had Stafford, I had Calvin Ridley, I've got Amari Cooper, Najee Harris. Like my team went ham this weekend to absolutely mash for the eleventh place game. It was awesome. <laughs> uh, by the way, Chark did like nothing in the first half, and then yes. that is against the Packers, who we were yeah. just talking about their pass defense. Uh, he went off in the in the second half, so it was good to see another him, Packers uh, theme this year. They just make other quarterbacks look amazing mm-hmm. right now. Yep. Yeah, uh, and also a uh, quick note on Nakua. Yeah, how many touchdowns he has this year? Forgot. Yeah, five touchdowns. I, I mean, it's crazy. He's like top five in receiving yards. He's just crushing it, yep. and he's left points on the table with a limited touchdown output. So there's totally. still room there for him to. Yeah, you can uh, if you look at the Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase rookie seasons and compare them with Puka Nakua, he is going to surpass both of them in terms of catches. Mm-hmm. He has a very real chance to surpass both of them in terms of yards, and then it's like, oh, Jamar Chase had 14 touchdowns yeah. on a rookie, so it's crazy. <laughs> Nakua is um, yeah, which by the way. No slouch, Puka Nakua whatsoever, but just an amazing story of the Rams identifying a player who fits their system perfectly and has been unreal Mm -hmm. all season. Absolutely. I want to talk about the not positive wide receivers just for a second, if you don't mind. Mike, I want to ask you this question. Stephon Diggs, first six weeks of the season. Unbelievable. Mm -hmm. 23.2 fantasy points per game. He was wide receiver two over the first six weeks of the season. Last six weeks. He's averaging 9.8 fantasy points per game. He's wide Mm -hmm. receiver 47 over the last six weeks. And one of the things that doesn't have me feeling confident is the fact that, okay, maybe he's just getting a bunch of volume, but that's not turning into production. Yeah, That's not really the case. He's wide receiver 22 in targets over the last six weeks like we're talking about. So when you've got a guy who is a superstar on a team led by Josh Allen that you know can go off at any given week, but he's wide receiver 22 in targets and he's not getting volume and you're in a win or go home situation. How do you approach Stephon Diggs? Yeah. Well, first of all, I think you have to start him. I get it. Under 90 yards in nine straight games. Crazy. Hard to believe. Terrible. Nine Crazy. straight games under 50 yep. in three straight. He's so much better than that. Uh, but there's, there's a couple things here. You mentioned it. You have Josh Allen under center. Uh, he has eight plus targets of four of his last five. So generally our favorite fullback name, chase volume, chase yep. volume. That's right. Uh, and we know he's super talented, obviously. Uh, the one thing that that does draw me back a little bit is Buffalo is just not afraid to run the ball now. Yeah, with their good. coordinator change, they are uh, they've especially when they're ahead, they've run the ball a ton. Uh, but when they're throwing, the target shares have still been good for Stephon Diggs. So he's thirteenth on my board. I'm still going to start him against New England, a team that keeps shuffling a cornerback. They've not been really good in that department, and also New England's defense is pretty good, which could sort of benefit us in the way that it keeps this game close. It's not going to be necessarily like a. You know, Buffalo's a 12-point favorite. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That, 
that's Buffalo fair, was but a also thirteen like, point favorite against the Chargers last week, right? Wow. How did that turn out? Yeah, New England's D close. has been really good, uh, certainly stopping the run. So if it, it stays sort of close, division rivalry, yeah. that kind of thing, mm-hmm. then maybe that helps him get some volume. So look, we're ranking love, him thirteenth. We're not ranking yeah, yeah. him fourth like usual. Totally, we're knocking yeah. him down, but I, I don't know. I, I don't think I could drop him far enough. Like I'm giving reasons why. You still start him. You know, we're not ranking 42nd. Uh, Two things here. The graphic we just had, a tale of two Stephon Diggs with Stephon Diggs headshot twice was awesome. (laughs) Second of all, what I was going to say is now we're at the juncture of the season where you can sort of start to look ahead to the offseason. Yeah. I'm not trying to get Bills fans mad at me right now. Uh But for a player who we've had at least questions surface about whether he wants to be in Buffalo long term or not. If this team wins and they've won four of their past five games, it looks like a real threat in the AFC. Maybe this is all moot point, but if they fall short again and Stephon Diggs has like 11 of 12 games with under 100 receiving mm-hmm. yards, can you imagine the discourse this offseason? Yeah, it's not going to be good. It's yeah. going to be interesting to yeah, see. Yeah, it's not going to be good, but you're right. Sometimes that stuff happens and it's fine because you're winning, yep. but as soon as the L's start piling up, then it becomes mm, drama. Yeah, it becomes a problem. It yep. reminds me of, I'm not saying they're exactly identical, but reminds me a lot of like Antonio Brown in the sense that they were. You know, it was like all that stuff happened at the end when they started losing. Right, and you were yeah. like, was he just manageable throughout most of it? Because they were always dominating. Yeah. They were such a great team for so long. As soon as the L started coming, then it, it blew up. So totally. five of the last six weeks, Stefan Diggs has been outside the top 45 at the mm. wide receiver position. So Crazy. if you are starting him in week 17 it is because you know that there is more, but also you have adjusted your expectations because... It has been tough sledding the yeah. last little bit. Yeah. Weird game yeah. we play, right? but it always comes back down to that thing that we talk about. If Stephon Diggs has 25 exactly. points yep. on Sa- Sunday against the Patriots, mm-hmm. would that surprise you more than a player that's ranked DJ outside Chark. the top 45? Bad example. DJ Chark every single No, that might be good. But like <laughs> I mean, he yeah, outscored him this week, but like, are you going to say, oh man, I should have played DJ Chark over Stephon Diggs if you lose? Like, of There's course you're not going to say Or like yeah. Noah Brown even. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're, you're certainly starting Diggs. Yep. Yeah. All right, a couple of wide receivers that I want to mention yeah, as far as many. injuries this week. DJ Moore left early in the first after a hip drop tackle ended up hurting his ankle. We'll have more on that uh, a little bit later this week as well, yep. keeping an eye on him. Yep, they practice today. It's Wednesday, so teams will be practicing Start again today. That's good, other than the uh, one game on Saturday that we have, which is the Lions and the, and the Cowboys, which we've already had one official practice report so far. We also got Jalen Waddle, uh, who had his eye got poked. It looked like real bad. He did not love that. And then Dude. also has been dealing with a high ankle sprain. Mm-hmm. That puts week 17 into question for Sounds Jalen Waddle. Sounds very much in doubt. It um, does. Mike McDaniel, who I think is pretty good if you pay attention to what he's saying, basically said those can be tricky. Yeah. So mm-hmm. let's keep an eye out on Jalen Waddle being unavailable on Sunday in a massive game in Baltimore against the Yeah, I, I still have him in the projections. Probably need to change that today. Uh, we'll see. Well, we'll, we got a we'll, practice report. Probably going to pull him. Then. Yep. Jordan Addison left early as well against the Lions with an ankle injury. Ended up getting good. hurt on a tackle while he was trying to bring down Kirby Joseph on an interception. So going to keep an eye on that one as well. And then Dontavian Wicks. There was no Christian Watson. He was dealing with a hamstring injury. There was no Jordan. Uh, Jaden Rady was dealing with an ankle injury. And, and then chest, he, yeah. he took a shot to the chest on a 21-yard touchdown. Dontavian Wicks did. Tried to return to this game. Ended up staying out. So we're going to continue to monitor there because that Packers wide receiving core is thin in spite of the fact that Jordan Love is playing pretty well, all things considered. Yeah, we'll see if it's thin this week. Christian Watson hopefully back from the hamstring. He's been out a few weeks, and yeah. then uh, Jaden Reba's close last week, so he might go. So Wicks might not matter. I mean, he could be the two, or he could be the four, and it yeah. wouldn't, wouldn't matter. So we'll keep an eye on all of these guys this week. They play Sunday Night Football against the yeah. Vikings. Yep. I was thinking about this. 
on the drive into work. We are going to have some very discontent, significant others whose other whose significant other is playing in the championships. Mm -hmm. Because Mm -hmm. like, am I supposed to be paying attention to the ball preparing to drop or the possibility that I get some fantasy points in that game on Sunday night. Yeah, my nine-year-old wants to stay up till midnight. I was like, well, there's a game, so do, what do you want? You want to chill yeah. out, watch a movie, watch the game with me? Sure, I'm going to be up till 11.30 watching this game anyway. So, Man, sure. that Monday night game lasted long, too, this week. We had a lot, there was a lot of stoppages in play in the there second were. half. Uh-huh. And after doing Thursday night, Saturday night, Sunday night, Monday night, guy with the two kids under two, like I was feeling it hard right. on Monday night. But... There was too much on the line to mm. go to sleep. I would never fall asleep during a primetime game, except for that one time that I passed out on the couch and Deontay Johnson scored a touchdown and I missed out on my great <laughs> Of <tweet>. all time. <laughs> yeah. That's what needed to happen. <laughs> all of the, that's that's all what took. needed to happen, yeah. though. You needed to time. rest so he could flourish. That's, that's what right. needed and to happen. By the way, he became a touchdown machine. Absolutely. Absolutely. He sure did. Three so, touchdowns yeah. and three straight before this past one. Yeah. That's so good. And all then right. George Pickens stole them all. Yeah, he sure did. We're going to talk about some running backs in just a minute when we come back. Field, help us pay some bills. Are you overwhelmed by insurance? Yeah. Make it easy. Get all your insurance in one place with Geico. Plus, get 24-7 claim support and on-the-go policy access with the award-winning Geico mobile app. See how easy insurance can be and go to geico.com. No matter what team you're rooting for, there's one thing we can all agree on. Football season brings us together. It does. A connection like that deserves to be celebrated with a light beer that's just as great and at just 96 calories a can. Miller Lite is the only light beer you want to celebrate with all season long. Because with a Miller Lite in your hand, football doesn't just taste great. It tastes like Miller time. From kickoff till final whistle, you can't go wrong with a Miller Lite in your hand. It's the only light beer with a taste worthy of our national obsession. Because what's the point of having a beer if it doesn't taste like beer? It's got only 96 calories, 3.2 carbs per 12-ounce serving, and with a smooth taste and a crisp, clean finish. This season, crack open a light beer that hits your taste buds so hard you can feel it in your heart. Make it Miller time all season long. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories and 3.2 carbs per 12 ounces. All right, moving this forward, talking about some running backs. Guys, can Brees Hall do Let's this go. again? I hope oh so. Oh, my gosh. No, you don't, Mike. We'll <laughs> talk about that more later. 43.1 fantasy points. If you survived last week's 2.8-point outing, yeah. you got 43.1 from Brees Hall this week field. A pretty big juxtaposition between the two weeks. Let's talk about this, though, because how we got there is fascinating. Yes, oh my it's gosh. awesome. It's unreal. How often... When a player has 12 catches for 96 yards, do you think that the offense had a pretty decent day? Mm-hmm. Which I guess the Jets were aided by their defense and their special teams in a pretty significant way in this win over the Washington Commanders. 12 catches on 16 targets for Brees Hall. Mm-hmm. That is absurd. That is absurd. 16 targets for a running back in an for offense. That's that for a also, receiver. That's yeah, a yeah, massive yes, number. Yes, yeah. yes. So that's a huge number. So he had 20 carries as well. 36 opportunities for Brees Hall. Is that 36. the high? Has anyone had more than 36 opportunities this year, Mike? Like off the top I of your head? I don't know. Off game, the top of my head, that's probably a high. Probably, for yeah, it's probably back. very close. It, I mean, yeah, I don't think McCaffrey's there. had a couple there. of busy days. Yeah, McCaffrey, he had 30 touches. Henry. Yeah, I don't know. If, I don't think anyone had that many opportunities. Is a lot. That's that a, is yeah. a ridiculous By the way, day. I know we knew this a while ago. It's been hard to see because the Jets have struggled, but he's back. I mean, oh, yeah. he's back. Like, where is like. Very similar timing on with Javante Williams. Javante Williams might take till next year. I don't think he's he has he's a more the guy. complex injury. He by a absolutely does, and he margin. came back earlier than expected. Might be next year for Javante to be the, his old self. Brees, he back. Yeah. He's back. 
He's back. He looked awesome. Um, this Jets offense, yeah. though, I mean, like, they are a, a difficult watch still. It'll be Trevor Simeon again on mm-hmm. Thursday night. So Just keep dumping it off to Brees Hall. That bodes That's what well. we want. Yeah, yes. imagine uh, that he by, will. By the way, uh, this is a fluke in terms of the target volume, but he does have seven or more targets at four of his last five. Yeah. So seeing heavy volume uh, in the passing game is not new. He's now second in targets and catches at running back, first in receiving yards, and also... Fifth in scrimmage yards. Remember, yeah. he was very limited the first month of the season. Oh, I remember, yeah. Fifth in scrimmage yards among running backs. He has been oh, terrific in what has otherwise been a, a rough season. Honestly, if Aaron Rodgers played this year, Hall might be the, I don't want to say number one, maybe number two scoring fantasy running back. It's just so much more touchdown opportunity. Yeah, had but Rodgers if you think played. about it, like given that Aaron Rodgers won't play again this year and that the Jets probably would benefit from a higher draft pick, like they probably should rest Brees Hall for the rest of the season. <laughs> That's for not this a week bad specifically, point. yeah. Yes. Yeah, and then like exactly. If that means a lot to him, but if yeah. you rest him this week, that decreases the chance you know, of I, upsetting the Browns. I feel like we should have just shown our lineups for our leagues coming into the show because we're just going to keep referencing this stuff, and people are like, "What are they talking about?" Hey, it I have Brees Hall on my roster. Show. Yes, yes, yeah. he does. Anyway. Yeah. Hey, this one, Brees Hall has a tough matchup coming up this week. In all honesty, taking on the Cleveland Browns, yes, he does. Yep, he was last three weeks, and this is the crazy part: running back two. Running back 61, yeah. running back one. So when he takes on the <laughs> Cleveland Browns here this week, I think this is going to be closer to running back one or two than running back 61. But I understand it's going to we'll be a early. tough sledding. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll figure this one out. We'll no Thursday. We will. Browns, yes, we will. Jets. Tomorrow. That's tomorrow already. Oh, my it's God. Crazy. It is. What? That feels unreal. like a Monday show. I, it does. It? it does, yeah. Do you guys think that the – Mike, I'm going to ask you this. Do you think the Raheem Mostert yeah, touchdown train continues to uh, roll on? 31-year-old, oft-injured running back that has not really been injured this year, continues to break models. Didn't score a ton of fantasy points, but he did get into the end zone, which helped keep his floor high, Mike, which is what we're looking for. Can, it just continues to break everything. Seriously, I mean, he yeah. does. Because uh, last week, 30% of the snaps. Yeah. That was a season low for Raheem Mostert. Scored again. And this time it was a touchdown catch, yeah. not even a rushing touchdown. Touchdown of five straight now, eight during that span, 21 and 15 games a season. He has been a machine, um, but just 30 receiving yards in his last nine games. Yeah. He's just getting you nothing in that mm-hmm. department. And of course, they're playing uh, Baltimore. They've had six touchdowns and the seventh fewest uh, fantasy points to running backs this season. So at this point, it's not just Mostert and Achan. Jeff Wilson played a big role in this game as well. Yeah. So they're using all three guys. It's just you're playing that touchdown lottery. You're, right. you're, you're still going to probably use him as a flex, maybe an RB2, and just hope he scores a touchdown. And the good news is how many more offenses are capable of getting to the 10-yard line and in yeah. than Miami? The answer is very few. Well, playing Baltimore this week. but yeah. just, In general, say. though, Miami in general <laughs> yeah, is yeah. going to be one of the better offenses in terms of getting to the 10-yard line. And if you go back and look at the snaps for Raheem Mostert, I imagine he took almost every snap when the Dolphins had the ball in goal-to-go situations because he is their best touchdown maker mm-hmm. amongst their backs. Achan is obviously the most elusive, which is a crazy thought because Raheem Moser can flat-out fly. Mm-hmm. But if they have the ball and they're trying to pound the rock, Goal to go, it's going to be Raheem Mostert and not Devon Achan. Yeah, it could be a game script deal as well. If they're yeah. trailing here against Baltimore, you might see more Achan, who played 55% of the snaps this past week and is yeah. their better pass catcher. So I'm definitely nervous, but it is what it is. We've been playing this game all year. Either he scores mm. or he burns you. Mm. Yep. Yeah. 
All right, Field, how do you feel about Derrick Henry? Week 16, it was a classic Derrick Henry line, and I say yeah, that was, by saying he had 19 carries, 88 yards, gets in the end zone, only one catch for 11 receiving yards. But but then he throws a pass for 12 yards and a passing touchdown. Yeah. you got to love those four extra fantasy points. How do you feel about Derrick Henry? Longest passing touchdown of his career, mind you. Eight yards. Mm-hmm. It was a bomb. Yeah, I have um, his career uh, passing line. You want to hear hit it? Hit me, hit me. It is... 10 pass attempts, 8 completions, 80%. Yeah, that's, that's good. really that's good. Rate. 40 yards, 5 touchdowns. Pretty so good. He started to touch down half of his 50% career. 50% of his passes. Yeah. That's pretty dang good. Yeah, huh? that's awesome. That's pretty dang good. Right <laughs> Derek Henry or Dan Marino. Yeah. Do you think that we're seeing, uh, just as like, I don't know how to what to say about this. Derek Henry has been Derek Henry. I feel like we're get at the end of our Derek Henry tenure in Tennessee more often than I not. I think he knows oh, that. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, this team needs to have a really serious conversation about where they want to go this offseason, but they're now well positioned for a top 10 draft pick. Mm-hmm. And it may be the offseason in which not just Derek Henry, but veterans who still have some time left on their contract could become vulnerable to a trade or potential release because it feels like Tennessee kind of spent a little bit too long, maybe one or two years too long trying to keep things competitive in uh, when the reality of this roster, despite the brilliance of Mike Frabel, is that it's not prepared to be competitive right now. So yes, Derrick Henry's last two games could very well take place for the Titans over these next two in terms of what it means for week 17 in my ranking. I have him as RB 23. They play the Texans mm-hmm. who Mike reminded us recently have been doing what on the ground defensively. Yeah. Best run defense in the NFL. 3.1 yards per carry is lowest fourth oh, fewest wow. rushing yards to that position. And you may recall Henry played them two weeks ago. Yep. 20 touches, 10 yards. Crazy. 20 touches, yeah. was that the 10 two, yards. Two yeah. touchdown game? Two touchdowns on 10 yards, or was that a no, he had no, he had no, no touchdowns? touchdowns. He had 10 he, yards in that game. And <laughs> he have another game? Maybe I was thinking of another game where he had like 20 yards and two touchdowns. Yeah, I think earlier that, this year. You know but who got, had that early was Jerome Ford had that back when Nick Chubb got hurt. Mm-hmm. I think he had like 19 total yards, but two touchdowns. touchdowns and yeah. we were all like, we got this figured yes. out. <laughs> Nick so Chubb, good. happy birthday. You really missed, buddy. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah, seriously. Uh, seriously. But yeah, so I have Derrick Henry outside my top 20 as yeah, a result too. of this bad matchup that they have uh, in a game that Houston really needs. And it sounds like they'll have CJ Stroud for. Mm-hmm. Hey, we got to pay off a couple of board bets, guys, talking about running backs. We don't have do to. We, well, let's start with Austin Eckler. Let's okay. do that one real quick. Where are we at on this one, Field? I think you were out on Austin Eckler for the second week in a row. Is that true? Uh, yes, although I did underestimate his rushing. I was like, I could totally see like nine rushes for 14 <laughs> yards and then like seven catches. Instead, he had three catches for 21 yards and 15 rushes for 65 yards. So he ends up as RB24. Well. Yeah, I mean, it came down to a touchdown. Yep. If, he, if he falls into the end zone, he's RB12 for the week. He didn't, so he's RB whatever, 20, 24. 24, 25. <laughs> Uh, I would like, like to say, like, it's, it's, look, it sounds like something. you won. Okay. You won. Right, I'm taking saying. the L. Keep going. I would yeah. like to say that yeah. I trust the process. I think oh, it was fine. Okay, gotcha. I have no yeah. reservations about that at all. If it comes down to like, if he was yeah. a few inches further and scored a touchdown, that's a difference. Yeah. I think the process is, is just fine. He looked Daniel? good. I thought Daniel? he looked good. I thought Easton stick looked really good in this game. I thought he the offense was good. way better Easton than expected. Sick and run. Yeah. yeah. They, they hung in there with uh, Buffalo. So uh, I think that all, look, again, taking the L. I think that's important context because I'm, I'm sticking with him as an RB2 this week. I, yeah. I think he looked good enough that he's still well, a guy also, you're starting. Isn't it? Isn't it? Denver this weekend. They're playing Denver. Yeah. yeah. So the matchup. Better matchup as well. Yeah. But I like what good I saw from for both running backs this weekend. Yeah, it sure. Yeah, it absolutely is. Yeah. I don't James know if I trust. Cook got smoked yeah. by the Chargers this past weekend. Yeah, where, he, he sure did. Where do you have Austin Eckler this week, Mike? Did you say? Um, I don't know. 15th. Okay. Something? Okay. Something like yeah. that. Yeah. I thought you just said RB2. 
That's why I got confused. Not that was RB2. So no, as an RB2. RB2. As an RB2 in, in fantasy. Okay, yeah. That makes I mean, sense. I, I, for such an old man at running yeah. back, he looks spry, I thought. Looks like a spry. <laughs> I mean, given everything that Mike just said, I mean, every, you know, the process is so sound that it could have been easily top 12 running back. I take absolutely no pleasure in saying you lost. You lost. Congratulations. Congratulations. I already took the L. I already took the L. Did you see, by the way, did you see that clip of the guy? Who gave his dad the present? Gave his dad the present. Oh, so, so good. Fantasy. I forgot to, I saw it like in yeah. passing. I got to. He, he unwrapped his present on Christmas and it was just a giant L because he beat him in this, Where, in this fantasy I gotta find that. See, they, they send it to all of us on Twitter. I got to post, I'll repost that for whoever it was that sent it to us. Yeah. Oh, did they? Did they tag us? I, I can't remember. Uh, Field, I, I just saw it. Somebody yeah, just, tagged us in it. Yeah. Yes, oh, okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. But that was good stuff. So anyway, appreciate the gift. Thanks for the L. Yeah. Appreciate it. How are you going to utilize it? Am I going to utilize the L? The L, yeah. I'm, they're going to throw in the garbage. I okay. Don't, I don't want that. Wow. All right. I want, well, I, I don't have room for that with all my W's from the whole season. Like, oh, I don't. Wow. Was there a Jameer doing? Gibbs board bet too, Daniel? Hey, you know what? I said that Jameer Gibbs was going to be, let me look back at this. Uh, oh, yeah. This was the, I, got this I had him too. as RB11. I'll take yeah. both L's. Mike had him as running back 22. Yeah, it was too low. Uh, were you? Difference. I don't know. He was uh, running back three. Well, so yeah, I guess 22 was too low if he was running back three. So I think I won that one as well. So you yeah, double I would say, today. okay, so the Eckler one, I think my process was fine. I think I missed on the Gibbs one. <laughs> that was, I mean, look, he just He's played more so than expected, good. did more in the passing game than he had the prior three weeks. Uh, I should have just expected a better usage, more production. It was, it was so wrong. we can have, do? listen, I, sometimes I have the energy for these things and sometimes I don't. Yeah. We can have the conversation about whether you should be taking a running back 12th overall in the NFL draft or not. Uh-huh. Can I have it? I got to be honest with you. He's so freaking sweet. I love watching Jameer Gibbs. <laughs> like, he's so different, man. He is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Like, what an enjoyable player to watch. He yeah. looks, I mean, I, I don't know what the proper comparison is. The Saints, maybe, maybe, I'm sorry, the Lions maybe drew some criticism for invoking an Alvin Kamara comp mm-hmm. to Jameer Gibbs. Pretty freaking good. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I mean, I think that's the thing, especially in the modern NFL. Like if you're going to draft a guy that high, I, I don't want to take a guy that I'm giving the ball to between the tackles 20, 25 yeah, He's going to be a difference maker in space. Right. If it's nine to 11 and he's doing getting five, six targets and making plays that way, that's a different conversation. You, I agree. It's almost like a wide receiver, right. to, you know, like Debo almost yes. like. So uh, if you went yeah. back and, and redid the 2017 draft, which I believe was the year the Saints took Camara amongst mm-hmm. a brilliant draft. Round two. Yeah. Yeah. Round three. Round three. It was Alvin Kamara, Marshawn Lattimore, Ryan Ramchek, Marcus oh, that Williams, draft, yeah. Trey Henry. Oh I mean, it was one God. of the great drafts of the past 10 years. Maybe yeah, the best. By anyone, yeah. Uh, unbelievable. Um, and like if Kamara had been a first round pick, the conversation would be different, right? Like mm-hmm. CMC, like these guys are worth it. If you're going to be utilizing a first round pick on a running back, it has to be a player who completely alters the sort of the, the horizontal and vertical nature of the field as a pass catcher and, and as a runner too, which Jameer Gibbs does. But man, is he fun to watch. Well, it's not just that. It's about making sure that the coaching staff is actually going to use him on the field if you're going to use a high value. No, I mean, the Falcons like are playing that. the long game. Oh yeah, totally. <laughs> He's fresh. It is, it is funny how you see some play callers just be like, we're going to build around getting our, our top skill guys the ball. And other guys are just like, we're not going to do that at all. Like, yeah. we're just a, we don't care about that at all. For yeah. what it's worth, I like your double E rule, but Gibbs is a double B, so I think there's a something in there. And you just took double oh, L's, so rhyme. there's a there's a, oh, there's a handful of things that we have that one ready. Wow. Yeah. You have that holstered up. We got to go tight. Right. We got to right. get to our matchups here. You're right. We got to get to matchups. Come on. All right, I'm going to say this. I don't feel good about it. Everything about this situation sucks. TJ Hawkinson, unfortunately, <laughs> season-ending ACL and an MCL tear field. Sucks. The thing about this that is the worst out of all of it is that it happens so late in the season 
season. It's one of those things that means coming into next year, we're going to be talking about how ready is TJ Hawkinson going to be for us in fantasy, mm. Yep, which just sucks because he's one of the best, easy, top five, top three tight end in the NFL right now. He could be the number one tight end in fantasy going into next season. That's how much of a ceiling there is for Hawkinson, especially mm-hmm. if Kirk Cousins is back. But yep. uh, given the fact that he's coming off of the ACL and the MCL, it might end up deferring back to guys like Travis Kelsey, maybe Sam Laporta, maybe Trey Mark McBride Andrews, comes on a little more. I mean, Trey Don't. McBride. Although after this weekend, it doesn't feel yeah, we'll see. Quite yeah, we'll, as, yeah, we'll pump the brakes. Um, yeah, but still, but that, that 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 conversation about the tight end one is actually a conversation for next year, which mm-hmm. is something that we mm-hmm. haven't had for about half a decade. Which Agreed. is yeah, which is kind of funny because like Kelsey, we all agree like not living up to his ADP, but still like right there. He's still like the he's been the top scoring t- tight end like all season, yeah. despite the fact that he didn't play week one. It just shows you how good he is and how high the bar is right it just reminds you of why taking a quarterback in the early rounds can be risky because it's not that the guy isn't going to be good it's that he has to be yeah quantifiably better than the other quarterbacks that you could have taken around two three four ten later and at tight end it's not that kelsey has been terrible for the position it's that sam laporta was there in round 10 and you could have taken him and had a top five player well and it's not uh, it's and maybe you said this already. It's not just that. It's also the idea that like the ceiling for Travis Kelsey this year is different than this when we didn't know that coming yeah. in. But mm-hmm. it's different than ceilings of of years totally. past. So even though he's like tight end one on the season still, it feels like a disappointment because he wasn't tight end one by a hundred more fantasy points than the next best tight end. I'd rather yeah. have him than Darren Waller at least. Though hey, yeah, yeah, you're no not doubt. wrong. No what yep. would you do um, with Darren Waller? If you're a Darren Waller manager field going into week 17, damn. Tommy DeVito under center, are you playing him at your tight end position? Terod Taylor under Sorry, center. Sorry, Terod Taylor yeah. under center. That's so, right. We made the switch. Um, I might. I wouldn't feel good about it. I've only got him in one league, and that team was bounced in the semis. Mm. So in the third place game, I will be. So you'll be rooting against him this week because he may uh, or may not be my tight end in, in our matchup. So. Yes. Uh, uh, that's a 16 team league where I lost Mark Andrews. So it's not like there are a lot of available options besides mm-hmm. Darren Waller. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's <clears> one of those where uh, he's obviously a very talented player played more this past week than he did the week prior. Uh, the targets were actually down by one, five targets mm-hmm. this week to one, sorry, six the week prior. Yeah. Just a tough player to figure out. Yeah. Good news is he went from 43% of the snaps in his return to 63% in this game. He was at 88% before yeah. the injury. So makes sense maybe he plays a little bit more in this one and it is a good matchup the rams have allowed eight touchdowns to tight ends this season that is second most in the league six most fantasy points as well mm, uh, i'm gonna stick with like him that. i'm yeah. gonna i'm gonna stick with him i think he uh you know tight end 10 back in tight end one not far off where we had him last week so i think he's uh, still a startable commodity despite the dud would you rather start him or cole fatheringham <laughs> In week 17. Or what about Johnny Munt? I raise you Johnny Munt. TJ Hawkinson's yeah. replacement who uh, you jumped into Waller. But I would l- like to point out that uh, he ran a pass route on 15 of Minnesota's final 17 pass plays in that game after Hawkinson went down at a career high three targets. So not saying he's a guy you're just going to plug in for Hawkinson. But if you're in a deeper league and you're desperate, I know actually I have a league where I lost Hawkinson. I'm going to start Taysom Hill, a 16 teamer. Oh man. I have to, I have to start Taysom Hill because injuries, a tight end. The guy I'm facing is using Johnny Munt. So that's no sure. way. even in championships, <laughs> like 16 teamers, you're like, as you guys know from war room, it's just like, man, it's uh, tough. so it is. Deep. Um, yeah, I mean, you have some uh, some interesting names to tight end, but certainly I would start Waller over those guys. I am sitting here like that. that that's nice and cute that you're doing your actual analysis. And I'm doing a deep dive over here on Cole Fotheringham, 
Who like I did not get nearly the reaction from you that I was expecting to get. Cole Fotheringham. It's a good name. For the Raiders on Monday. Had I think two catches, right? I can tell you. Oh, I'm sorry. One catch for uh, six yards. He's not yards. on the roster now. He's back to the, pro- back to the practice, uh, back squad. To practice squad, I believe. Yeah. When he caught that pass, as somebody considers himself a massive NFL a fathering nerd, him, I was like, you pardon? You consider yourself does, a does father he have, and a him? Does he have perpetual dad strength? Is fathering him? That's his name's father. Yeah. Uh, that was a deep cut right there. I need to know more about Cole Fotheringham. Okay. Google tells me so that he's just, 26. Is, is Field just impressed with himself? He knew that name. I is that what's so. happening now? I'm a little I confused. Think that's what no, it no, is. no, no, no. I'm not impressed. <laughs> I'm just like, wait, what? You know what? who I'm impressed with right now? Um, let me guess. Evan Ingram. Yeah, baby. 15 targets. That Mike, seems good. He has more targets than any other tight end this season. Crazy. Period. Yeah. 98 targets so far this year. Is there any reason to think that like you wouldn't want to continue this volume barrage uh, in Week 17? Nope. I mean, I knocked him a couple spots because tight end is very strong right now, and he has a brutal matchup here against Carolina. Fifth fewest fantasy points allowed. One tight end has had ten more than 10 fantasy points, or reached 10 fantasy points against him this season. Now, if someone could do it... Was it Cole fathering him? It was not Cole fathering him. Oh, it was Cole mothering turkey. <laughs> Okay. Is That's that the, it. Is that the dad joke for the week? That's it. We're done. <laughs> that was so bad, but Daniel Cold liked it. Mothering so turkey? Come on. Oh, Hold so on. Good. I, love it. I love it. Okay. Everybody is in on this joke. It's been confirmed. All right, good, good. Everyone likes it. This That's great. Good. That is a that is a father joke, right? There. Yes, that, that is a father, father joke. joke. Right there. Uh but no, keep it keep it rolling with Ingram. He's been awesome. First in routes, all targets, all that stuff. He's been awesome. Question for eight. Yeah. Where does Evan Ingram rank in terms of yards per catch this season? Which in, does not about matter. tight ends? No, just in the whole league. It does not matter when you consider the fact yards that he's seen catch. all those targets. I would say in reference. the 10th percentile. I don't know, pretty low. 109th ahead, excuse me, behind the likes of Samaje Pirine, mm. Juju Smith-Schuster. Really? Cole Komet, Durham Smythe. Mm-hmm. These guys are all ahead of him. Wow, there are PPR, some we love it. Ahead of, yeah, we love it. Daryl Henderson. Ahead of him. He still qualifies somehow. I mean, that's kind of incredible that he could be that. Yeah, behind running backs. 8.4. Yes, yeah. Travis Etienne's ahead of him. His own teammate. 8.4 <laughs> yards per catch. That's amazing. Doesn't matter in PPR. PPR. Though. Doesn't we matter. Not yep. a bit. He has been dramatically different in non-PPR because he also mm-hmm. only has three touchdowns this yeah. season. But with that kind of volume in PPR scoring, we'll take love it. To see we'll it. take it. Yeah. Absolutely. That is one of those guys. Hey, let's talk about uh, some positive things that we we're really excited about. You really guys quickly. just keep making people money. I'll tell you what. You know the uh, you know in what what movie what was it Parks and Rec where it was like money please uh, yeah that's that's the fantasy focus parlay right show. now that's what that is yeah we're crushing this three last week we had Tyler Algier over eight and a half carries Mike yep. that one hit that was uh, by the way we were sweating that one Look he close. was not playing early in the game but. It was like a Falcons game script type of thing, right? They then had the lead in the second half, and that's when they brought Algier Obviously out. Obviously, bringing Algier and when he you're got there. To he got there. So I was worried about that one early on, but we got there. Yeah, Bryce Young over twenty-seven and a half. That was, an, that as was well. an easy. Again, Super the only time easy. he hasn't got there was the the rain win game. So yeah. And then Jacoby Myers over thirty-seven and a half receiving that yards. Was you. Good we call. got there very early, and then the Raiders did not throw the football the rest <laughs> of the game. Yeah, we were fortunate, but that was playing the matchup, right? That uh, was. Devontae Adams did very little. He was shadowed by Legarius Sneed which I tweeted about, by the way, and Field jumped all over me and just blamed the quarterback as usual. <laughs> just throw the quarterback <laughs> under the does. bus. But yeah, Myers had the good matchup and he, and he took advantage. Yeah, he did. So, so nice now shot. we had back to back to back 
hitting these parlays for fantasy focus. Go mm-hmm. check us out on ESPN. Bet if you are looking to be able to find a parlay that you want to play with. We always have a ton of fun being able to do this. Yeah, the nice thing is if you've been betting them, you're building up a bank now because, I mean, let's be honest, we're not going to keep up our 100% hit rate. That's right. Uh, that's the nature of parlays. We're going to have some some variants, things like that. Uh, but we'll, we'll do our best. We'll that's try. Right. We'll Go try. out, yeah. download ESPN Bet. You can find the app in the App Store and all the places to get all your apps. There you go. Pretty good. Yeah. Pretty easy. Hey, Field Jates, yeah. you and I get to play each other in the finals of the Fantasy Focus Fantasy League. Let's go, Daniel. And we I'm were not sweating lie. this one out. We were. Whoo. All right. So, uh, yeah, Fantasy Focus Show League. Obviously, six of 12 teams make the playoffs. Yep. Uh, as the, what, the fifth seed? I was the fifth of the fourth seed. I believe fifth. So I played uh, Stefania in round one. Was able to get by in that. By the way, I had the best minutes. team, but all of my players retired like right That's like in week point. two. Yeah, like my whole team just you guys uh, they just retired, so, so it was so tough. Yeah, so, I didn't so uh, we had myself versus uh, Stefania in round one. Was able to squeak by there, and then I got to have the unenviable project of facing Trophy Smack. <sighs> Who was it. a wagon mm-hmm. this year? The one seed. We yeah. play in victory points, which is a setup in which you not only play someone head to head every week, but you also get a win if you finish in the top mm-hmm. half of the league in scoring. He was thirteen and one head to head. He did not lose until the final week of the regular season. So I had my work cut out for me, mm-hmm. uh, but we're able to grind one out in a very dramatic fashion. And it was—I mean, this was a roller coaster, a roller coaster of emotion because. Because of an injury to Keenan Allen, mm-hmm. he decided to play Gabe Davis on Saturday. Heart stops. Oh, oh. So you're immediately like, well. Gabe Davis. So I'm sitting over. there watching the game, and I'm sitting there with my in-laws, who are football fans, but I would not call them like hardcore fantasy football <laughs> fans, who are like, why are you so perturbed by the fact yeah. that this guy, not only was, with, was I with my in-laws, but my sister-in-law is a huge Bills fan, and she mm-hmm. was there too. So I'm trying to be supportive of her. She's one of the most <laughs> wonderful people you ever meet. And her oh. family bleeds Buffalo Bills. Like, I love, they're all awesome people. But I really did not want Gabe Davis to <laughs> those <laughs> fantasy <laughs> points. I mean, really did not want like, it. Did you, did you know Field curses? I didn't know he cursed <laughs> I like that. No that's yeah. crazy. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it was a crazy game uh, that ended up finishing with my Brandon Ayuk. We had uh, down to the wire. So going into the Monday night game. Yep. My Brandon Ayuk and Isaiah Likely. Isaiah Likely to his Justin Tucker and Gus Edwards with like a was it a five point difference maybe going yep. into it? I think About it was a five. Like five. Field, yeah. you did not take the lead until the final two minutes of the game. Literally wow. the final two minutes when the Brandon Ayuk yes. started catching like a bunch of those chunk plays. And then I texted Field yep. and immediately felt bad about it because I forgot that Trophy Smack had Gus Edwards. So when they got the ball back after the, the 49ers he touchdown, catch, yeah. they and and he was still just like running the ball out. Field ended up winning by one point eight fantasy. Wow. I mean, just a so sweat. You, few, right you were there. sweating a few. I yeah. was sweating yeah. that. Oh, so good. Concurrently, I'm sweating at our Dynasty League semifinals, which our Dynasty League started with 12 people from ESPN. And by the way, Daniel, like, we didn't bring up Daniel's win in the semifinals because he just his team is so good that he just cruised. He won by like I 20 waxed. something. I waxed. 20 something. Yeah, Kevin Pulsifer. For, for what it's worth, I have Christian McCaffrey, Alvin Kamara, and Rashad White. Three top five running backs in that league. So it's been, disgusting. They, you should consider benching all of them this week. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I, I looked at your team earlier and I was like, so I, I like Rashad White was one of my favorite sleepers this year. And then Are you sure about that, Michael, boss man? Yeah, okay. <laughs> boss man. And then Michael Pittman was my fade. 
So yes. you were like, I'm going to hedge on my. I'm going to do I'm both. Gonna, <laughs> I'm going to follow him. him and there's yeah. your lineup. Yeah. So, yeah. so I mean, Daniel is full screen. currently projected to win by a healthy margin. Um, like Ten points. Yeah. So we've got here. We've got uh, my Josh Allen is Matthew Stafford. That's probably the one spot where I have an advantage. Is yeah, the quarterback. Yeah. But Stafford could have a monster game on Sunday. I've got decent running back depth, but not yours. I mean, I've got Aaron Jones, Raheem Mostert, Austin Eckler. I also have on my bench Zeke anti anti Chandler. So I'm going to have to make that decision correctly this week. Interesting. My three yep. wide receivers are pretty much locked in. I have terrible receiver depth. DK Metcalf, Chris Godwin, Brandon Ayuk. Isaiah likely is my tight end. He replaced. Did I have Mark Edge in this league too? I'm not sure. I can't remember. Um, and then Rams and Kaimi Fairbairn. Meanwhile, Daniel's team, Wagon City right here. Matthew Stafford, and you mentioned the running backs already. Christian McCaffrey, Alvin Kamara, Sick. Rashad White. And your wide receivers, Devontae Smith, Jalen Waddell, Michael Pittman Jr., plus Evan Ingram at tight end, the PPR God, Broncos and Tyler Bass. So what do you do if you are without Jalen Waddell and or Michael Pittman this weekend? Noah Brown. Ideally, we get uh, CJ Stroud back. That would be great. Noah Brown would be the guy that would fill in for my spot. And do you have another, do you have another, uh, wide receiver in the in the kitty if i needed to a yep. third wide receiver in i'm gonna look no at it right now it sounds field. like waddle's pretty iffy right now I'm, I'm looking at it but i am telling you right now i don't feel good about this because i just got word that 62 percent of our youtube poll has people taken your side of this really? matchup wow. really? i disagree I'm, a ten, I'm a, like i'm a pretty significant favorite per the projections whoever makes those here at espn i got zay jones as my other option zay okay. jones so quinton johnson plays all right yeah. so you it's not may like depend on yeah. uh yeah it may depend on uh the health of those receivers, but those two yeah, guys. Yes. Um, so we shall see. Um, it, I mean, I'm, listen, Daniel's got an awesome team. I, I, I'm not trying to be mm-hmm. humble here. Like he's got, it's like I, I, I was looking at the matchup and I was like, holy crap. I was like, mm-hmm. Does he really have all these players? Because you made a surge in this league. I think he started slow and then like just didn't lose. Kamara the last, came back. Like, and then, yeah. Also, I, had, I started with Justin Herbert. Like he was my quarterback. Oh, and yeah. if he had oh, done yeah. anything this year, like that yeah. would have been. So I've been I've been dealing with it. The only thing I want to say about your semifinal matchup that you deserve. Like this is how good your team is. You were like, oh, my God, I played Jake Browning over Matthew Stafford. Mm-hmm. Browning was not good. Stafford was good. Yep. And you still waxed. Like, you've a, like that's a, just a great team. I appreciate that. It was a good one, nice. Field. It's yeah. a good not, showdown. I like it is it. not quite as good, as even though I'm very excited, as Mike's Dynasty team, because okay. I feel like Mike's Dynasty team is just ridiculous I, right now. I don't know, because I'm down my top two quarterbacks and Jamar Chase. So I'm, I'm trying to say this okay. so you get the win, Mike. So here's what we got here. We don't have the, uh, the full screen built, but... Yeah, we'll talk about more of the semifinal. Yeah. Maybe we'll semi- show it Friday, but okay, we'll see if we can build it. But we have we have some time here, so we can. Okay. Do you want to run through the sweat here of what right. happened on Monday oh, night? On Monday night, yeah. yeah for you, so go ahead. Yeah. Mike went. I mean, Mike just went ham this past week. Mike has an awesome dynasty league team. For those that have been listening to the show all season, you may recall when Mike. I mean, in in one of the most disrespectful things, like think about <laughs> yeah. Vince Carter. Mm-hmm dunking over <laughs> Frederick Weiss. Was that from, his name? The guy that he jumped over? I think over? it might have been Weiss. I gave him the okay. German pronunciation there. But Frederick Weiss, the, the from France, the seven foot two center who mm-hmm. did Vince Dunker, Vince Carter, Vince Dunker would also work, <laughs> dunked <laughs> over his head. That was Mike to me in our Dynasty League matchup. Mm. He beat me by a hundred earlier this year. He was trying to find a hundred points. I don't remember that. I mean, a nice. hundred points, including Travis Etienne going off. Mike had the opportunity to trade me Travis Etienne at some point during the season. He opted not to. I think that was like week six or seven, Mike. So somewhere in that range. It's rude. Um, Where so can I find that? Oh, I there it know. is. 211 to 112. 
Oh, so sorry, right. but ninety nine. Sorry, yeah, only ninety nine. So okay, yeah, you, you, that was you were you were. I, I had a chance. Right I, caught, well, I had a chance to put it, make it triple digits. I called in. I said, "Can you just call it? Call yeah. the dogs yeah. here." Yeah. yeah. So race late in that game. Mike <laughs> beat me by ninety nine. So I own one. Problem is, it seems really good. Yeah. So uh, do you want to just like you write, you read your starters? Oh. I'll read mine right now. Yeah, or sure. No? Okay, so you can uh, start. Yeah. Um. All right. So here we go. My court again. I had uh, I had Deshaun Jackson, Deshaun Watson, and yep. uh, Justin Herbert. Yep. They're Deshaun both Jackson. out. So I'm going. <laughs> I wish I had Deshaun Jackson. If they're playing the Giants, uh, Russell Wilson and Geno Smith are my quarterbacks. Super flex. Uh, Etn. I got from Daniel. Thank you very much before mm-hmm. the season. Yep. Brees Hall, Najee Harris, Josh Jacobs. We have three flex in this one, so they're all going to be in my lineup. Puka Nakua, C.D. Lamb, Darren Waller, tight end, D.J. Moore, who I don't like his match. I'm nervous about that. I also have Jamar Chase, though, and right now he's in the projections, mm-hmm. but I'm not feeling optimistic he's going to play, so all that's right. my situation. So Good Mike lineup. tried something pretty rapscallion-y here this week on waivers. I did. Uh, it's a fab league. I have $40 remaining in my budget because <laughs> my team is not built like mine is. Look, like pay, pay attention here. This is gamesmanship. You got it. Okay. It's little things. My quarterbacks have been a little bit of a mystery so far this year. Lamar Jackson's my QB one. Yeah, lock that one in. Quarterback two, I've been sort of figuring things out. Quarterback two for me is Joe Flacco right now, who's been unbelievable. Mm-hmm. But with the line against the Browns, I mean, against the Jets this week, you're like, oh, God, yeah, can I really one. play him? I had $40 remaining in fab. And I said, you know, let me go grab Jacoby Brissett off waivers. I'm sure no one will take him. Use a sizable amount of my budget. What happens this morning? Mike Clay, $41 <laughs> on Jacoby Brissett. That's not an accident. I may have checked how much you had left before I made that bid. Yeah. So again, you know, I also only have two quarterbacks because all the injuries. So I wanted a little emergency third quarterback. I knew hmm. field might be interested in Mr. Brissett. So yeah. For However, Mike, however, as was reported 10 minutes ago by NFL Network and since independently confirmed. The Broncos are planning to bench Russell Wilson this weekend and start Jared Stidham. No, they're not. I'm not BSing you. What? What? <laughs> no way. This is happening so right now. So are you grabbing? Are, are you no, I'm glad to see get, that's part well, of my thinking. You guys are having yeah. a conversation over there. Oh so, I'm starting, so I'm starting. I'm uh, starting. Jacoby Brissett this week. And I might be starting Jared Stidham. <laughs> you just scoop him up, man. <laughs> what field if you, who, which of the other six quarterbacks on your Gotta roster are you going to dr- drop as a part of this decision? Oh, no, I'm keeping them all. You're keeping all, all yeah, of them? Yeah, I mean, I, in that league, you just hoard them. My, yeah, yeah, so yeah. let me just read my starters real quick. Understand that the quarterback situation Russ has got now been benched. Yeah. Well, it's a, it's a, this is a thinking towards the future conversation. Um, well, well, that's a contract is another thing to unpack. Yes. But yeah. Yep. All right. So quarterback. To uh, Lamar's quarterback one, it's going to be a Joe Flacco versus Jarrett Stidham conversation mm-hmm. now for quarterback two. Running backs, James Conner, David Montgomery, starting two wide receivers, Michael Pittman Jr., Debo Samuel. Oh. Tight end is Kelsey. Flex options are Raheem Mostert, George Kittle, Javante Williams. So I would describe my team, except for when Debo gets hot, as more of like strength in numbers than it is like superstar heavy like you. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. That's all I got. It's going to be hilarious when just one of these quarterbacks goes off. That'll be the difference. Because I'm going Geno and Brissett now. Brissett, yeah. So the question is, who would you rather have? Like, if you had had the option to grab Jared Stidham, would you have preferred him? Who's never playing? John Blank. Chargers. Ooh. Uh, 
I'll probably no, I'd probably go Brissett. I think. Okay, so you yeah. don't feel that bad about it? No, not too bad. But so my look, like my depth at quarterback right now. I mean, this is awful. Like here are my <laughs> quarterbacks that aren't starting for me: Josh Dobbs, yep. Ryan Tannehill, yeah. Terod Taylor, mm. Mac Jones. By the way, uh, Washington hasn't announced Brissett yet, right? They have. This oh, they did. Okay, yes. they did. Yep. This you're, you're in the okay. clear there. Yeah. All right. Well, with Russell Wilson coming out of Mike's lineup and putting in Jacoby Brissett with what the projections are, the line is now under one fantasy point. Yeah, it's Mike, a toss-up. It is a very close That's what one. Chase out of the lineup, too, right now. But again, I'm not optimistic he's playing. So it's Najee Harris or Jamar Chase. Honestly, I could play them both and not use Brissett, I guess, but I'm not going to do that. Wait, you actually just changed your lineup while we I were did. Up? I mean, well, you're not paying attention. You're out here, here. Uh, Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I'm, I, I'm, I'm trying to win a championship. Yeah, so oh, am I. Okay. <laughs> and I wanted, I, I wanted to, to be able to check the line here. So. Yeah, but here's the good news, Mike. Unbelievable. So here's I'm down three, my top three quarterbacks. If, now, if, if you do beat me, which probably will happen. I have excuses. Here's now, the good yes. news. Here's the good news. You still get to hang a banner. Mm. Beat field by 99. Yeah. That's what if, it's all if about. If you lose to me, because if you I did lose tell you to that me, was my Super Bowl. You get to say to me, "Hey, like beat the eventual champion by ninety nine. Yep. Didn't we have? I, I, I'm just going to guess it was the Patriots because they've won so many of them. Where it was like they lost to a team embarrassingly bad in the regular season, and then they came back and like smacked them by a hundred in the playoffs, and it was like. Is that like the Bills the year they lost? The oh, Patriots. There we go. Yeah, Boom. they lost like forty one nothing in Week One. Lawyer Malloy game. Lawyer Malloy. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then. The Patriots win the Super Bowl, and I think they beat the Bills in Week 18 or Week 17 back then. There it is, Mike. That's it. Do the Bills get to hang that? Well, the Bills are pretty good now. They don't hang. They, <laughs> I was they say. might be hanging an actual. We banner need some banners in here we in the do. fantasy focus studio. We got to create some. Isn't there like a team? Isn't there like the Colts or somebody has like a banner that's like made the playoffs in like 1993 or something? They have like a banner hanging up says something Someone ridiculous. Someone texted like me, and I don't <laughs> believe this. A friend of mine who uh, I interned for uh, down in D.C said that the Wizards one year hung a third place in their division yeah. banner. Shut up. I don't believe that. However, with that franchise, you never know. You never yes. know. Hey, check out our friends, Trophy Smack. They were awesome all season long. TrophySmack.com if you're looking to be able to get a right. trophy, a belt, a chain, any of the things that you're looking right. for if to be you, able to pay uh, off. If you enter the code, promo code FIELD, you get a 1.8% discount for the margin of victory that I have for Trophy <laughs> Smack. Hurts. Maybe they sell wow. championship banners that, that we can wow. hang up in the mean. studio. I'm getting too confident. I got to just like... I'm it's gonna, not uh, mean. They were they were dominating us all season long. They were the juggernaut coming yes, into the they season. Did. They yes. certainly did. So, so yep. shout out to Trophy Smack. Yeah. Hey, that's going to do it for our Wednesday show. Field and I, we are going to be back tomorrow. There's already football tomorrow, by the way. We'll be talking about Thursday Night Football yeah. and last a Week one. 17 early preview. Let's go. Last last Thursday and there's sat- a Saturday night game. There's no more Monday, no Monday. night until yep. the playoffs. That's, That's right. right. Yeah. Yeah. Unreal. Yeah. Schedule's all scattered now. ESPN every week. Let's go. Let's it's go. Very fun for Field and Mike. My name is Daniel. We love you guys. Don't forget to love each other. Be kind to yourself. Enjoy your family over the rest of the holidays. We'll see you tomorrow. Jets, please consider resting Brees Hall on Thursday. <laughs> Don't do it. <laughs> Need you, Brees. no secret, not a mystery, the one that we depend on for all our podcast needs. Graduate, full sell you, Alliance fan through and through, with the hippest beard I'm telling you.